All right, Zach, it's finally September. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. September 1st. There you go. Kira yeah. McCauley, Zach Rothenberger. Uh, kicking off. It's not – I mean, it kind of feels like fall, doesn't it? Like, like a little bit. Uh, kind of that fall vibe a little bit to it. But it's Living Room Sports Talk. We're kicking off September. Zach, I, you got to be pumped with the, the autumn vibes, at least around the corner. Yeah, I mean, this is my favorite season. I don't know about you. And part of it's because football is right around the corner, obviously. And, uh, you know, just, it's sweater weather. Who doesn't love sweater weather? Is, is it now like is it sweatshirt time and you can break it i feel like i always thought sweater weather was like uh, november december true but like september is like i feel like it's like you can start to smell it in the air you know and yeah it, you're like right officially probably I, I feel like august is the first uh month of the smells mm-hmm. like the hot fall smell and then like september is like when you start kind of turning into like the normal fall smell and then october is like fall smell and then november is like post fall and the winter smell and then winter it's kind of like dies, but that even, yeah. I guess, has like, it has no smell, which in a sense has a smell of its own. Right, exactly. Uh, look at this. Did you think we were going to be breaking down sense the first minute of the show for 60 seconds? 60 seconds of sense, right? I did, um, but hey, it's pumpkin spice season, so we might as well talk about the flavors, I, Well, it's right? funny. I was actually going to ask you about it. Let's do this before clickbait. We got a great show for everyone lineup. We'll talk some NFL. Um, we'll talk well, actually, all sorts of stuff. We got Kentucky Derby chatter, which is going to be a lot of fun, Zach. I know you're, I know you're looking forward to that, as am I. <laughs> um so we'll we'll talk a lot of a lot of it a lot of it i can't i i i'm nervous you know all right look i got the flyers shirt on i got the marlins hat on they're losing i feel like the flyers are gonna lose tonight they're in the brink of elimination it's not it's not good i hate this feeling i and i was joking around earlier i was saying like i know the sixers got knocked out but that doesn't count i don't know what that felt like um because everyone knew that they were they were you know on uh the executioner line you know at that point with the celtics when they got the matchup so the Flyers, this hurts a little bit because I wanted to believe, and I thought maybe I was just being pessimistic and thinking they couldn't win this series. But here we are, three-one, and it's we need a Marlins little rabbit out of hat against the Cubs and the NLCS and 0-3 kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, three three one's a tough hill to climb, but I mean, hey, who, no one no one expected them to be this strong this year anyway. So you never know; they could pull out three straight wins. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I I'm not optimistic. I'm not, well, I'm not an optimistic person in general. I root for these guys, and the, you know, those playoffs have been a rocky road ice cream uh, the last decade, you know, since the Super Bowl. But all right, but anyway, all right. But I was going to ask you this: before and everything, what would you say if you? I feel like I'm not trying to be like what's it? Uh, the thing on Instagram that everyone does and stuff. I forget. But uh, this is great. Actually, I'm I'm proud of myself for not knowing this name again. Everyone, like I feel like all the girls use this, like when they're like use like clicking on stuff on like Facebook, Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I was gonna say joking around. I feel like it's like a Pinterest segment, but no. I'm glad I was delayed on that. That was not acting. Uh, what's your favorite fall thing though? If you had to, if you had to pick something, let me just just clean the segment up for me because I'm like word vomiting. Yeah. So b- besides yeah. uh. Besides football season, I mean, I, I oh, love. Oh yeah, bon- that's the caveat. I, no football. Yeah, yeah. I, I like bonfires. You know, sitting outside Ooh. with a, you know, a nice beverage and uh, some s'mores and just just hanging out. You know, and uh, you're a s'mores guy, huh? I am. Yeah. Are you not? No, I hate them. Wow. Yeah. Hate yeah. I'm not not a fan. Not a fan. Oh, look at this. We got trust already on the, on the chat. Let's get it. Hell yeah. Let's get this thing going. Yeah. We got we got a lot of NFL chatter. I'll tease the show too. I think we're saying we got some Kentucky Derby chatter too. Uh, so if you know your neophyte to the ponies like I am, it'll be fun to learn from Zachy Man over here tonight. Learn, learn something about some horses while I just kind of keep nervously ticking my head over to see if the Marlins and you know and the, and the Flyers are losing. Let me go over and see if the Marlins. The Marlins were losing. Well, they got to win this game too. All right, down one nothing. Well, love nothing. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, it'll be all right. 
yeah. they don't know how to score at home though. It's really it's really discouraging. Um, all right, see, so yeah, see, tr- yeah, thank like you. Trust either. is throwing gospel in the chat already. The, yeah, the fact that yeah, that's why I can't get on the s'mores bus. It's that it's that it's the it's the marshmallow. Yeah. You know, uh, with the mellow, you put the mellow, you know, like the smell in it does not, it's not. I mean, look, look, if you get like a s'more scented candle for whatever reason, like I can do that, but I can't do the smell of that actual marshmallow cooking. It always makes me feel like I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, I will say the one downfall for a s'more is your hands get a little sticky, you know, from the all in all messy, which I don't really like to get dirty while I eat, but still, I think I know, it's worth I know it I'm a napkin opinion. guy. Yeah, I'm literally grabbing like napkins a million times at the table. Give me the wipes for the for like the chicken wings. Oh, Oh. everything! I need all of it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a towel. Really, I'll I'll do anything for it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny. I was kind of all right. So I'm going weather, and like I know it's like oh no kidding no, but I mean like I like being able to open your windows and fall asleep, right? Yeah, no, yeah, nice uh, crisp air. You don't need any air conditioning or any uh, you know a heater. It's uh, it's nice. It's a good. We talk, talk about scents. It just has that crisp scent and feel. Can you guys? I think our audio. I was just checking in the chat too. I think our audio is good. Trust. Can you hear us? I, he's always. It's always trusty to to help us out here. I mean, I think, yeah, right. I think yeah, I because I can hear you. It looks like our audio levels are pretty good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're I think we're smooth sailing. <laughs> a glass of water here. Well, just thinking about. Let me see how the Marlins are doing. Here. All right, two outs. <laughs> top of the second. Yeah. Top of the second, only down one, nothing. Yeah, no sweat, no sweat. Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah. Um. All right, no. All right, well, let's just keep rolling along. Either way, we got this. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I yeah I'm going with the weather because I yeah you can sleep with the windows open. It's it's enjoyable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not too hot, not too cold. It's just right. Yeah. Um. All right, but at that point, well, we'll let's move on. Let's actually, get to some good stuff here in the show. So we always for anyone that's new, checking out our show. What we usually do to get the get the old program kicked off uh, on a nightly basis is we do something called clickbait cleanup, uh, where we try to find an article or a tweet that eh, it's it's just there to you know get some clicks. It's not there for the actual content. Yeah. Uh, and we try to weed it out for everyone, right? That means Zach, we try our best. You know. Yeah. We we're the clickbait uh, cleanup crew, if you will. So we try to you know. We try to police it out there for everybody. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So uh, <laughs> do you want to go first tonight? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah. obviously fantasy football has been a pretty heavy topic as of late, you know, on the show. I mean, drafts are around the corner and everything. And yet again, ESPN Plus, the subscription that I pay for, comes out with an article saying, favorite fantasy football draft targets. And, you know, which I'll buy into because I always like to look and see what people are saying about fantasy and and all that and uh oh chad's already got it going yeah this is gonna be oh Joe yeah, MVP. Oh, yeah we're right. gonna get oh, to that that's right chad oh yeah on the Even on deck the circle Josina anderson yeah on deck <laughs> zero on deck. all right <laughs> so, so kieran guess who they put for favorite fantasy football targets they literally they they put up like the cookie cut cookie cutter answers of uh let's see josh jacobs Devontae adams uh you know basically like all these wide receiver ones and rb ones it's like well no no crap they're gonna be favorite targets like you're not really saying anything we don't know it's just stating the obvious <laughs> yeah right it's like okay. we don't need it we don't need someone from espn plus to tell us this <laughs> oh no it's horrible and, and you know it's funny i'm looking at chad in the chat we had joe Gilio's clickbait last night uh i oh, wish i saw I, I would start keeping some of our graphics from the night before like the hot ones we did the one where he he labeled he laid out like eight teams were going to get nine wins including the bears vikings and packers it's like well they're not all going to get nine yeah, they can't all be the same <laughs> he's an idiot yeah no it was, it was bad but um i'll tell you so but to that point in chad's you know let's we'll, we'll, uh, in the chat i'll take the bait right mm-hmm. Josina anderson trying to be relevant i don't even know who she's reporting for anymore 
It's not ESPN. Just, the fact that ESPN's like, I don't want this. What's that? I think she's under her own like umbrella now. She has yeah, her own. It's just thing. it's it's the CBC. It's the clickbait committee. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and she she's the she's the CEO of it and and runs it well. Uh, so and it's great because I love how uh, Ian Rappaport jumps uh, in her defense. We're gonna get to this in a second. Uh, but right, let's let's jump to the original clickbait that she's uh, apparently hearing that uh, Alvin Kamara is uh, open being traded, or the scenes that she's being open to trading him. Um, you know, it's, should I do the Rappaport thing now? Yeah, dope. Because it's funny when you said this was your clickbait at first, I was buying into it, and of course, I didn't see who the source was who said it. So, oh yeah, well, th- yeah. honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little, I didn't, I didn't know what to think, and so I was just so busy. I didn't like. I just kind of just kept going, but yeah. I was thinking to myself, you know, did you like send that to me? Thinking like, oh man, because I think you even sent. Did you send the eye emojis? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I yeah, think you did. Because yeah. I was like, he's not. He's not actually. Ser- I thought you meant like, <laughs> here's your clickbait. Like, if you need something, but yeah, you, I was yeah. gullible. I was very gullible for this one. Well, it's all right, but you know, Ian Rapport came to the rescue. Now, the funny thing is, and everyone's gonna kind of look at the tweet and be like, wait, why like, didn't like crop this like any better? Um, you texted me, right? You sent me the screenshot and you're just like, oh man, or something like that. What was it? Like, oh, this is interesting or, or something yeah, said, like oh, that. Oh boy, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know exactly specifically what I was looking for. And, and the top part was the Justina Anderson part. I, you know, obviously broke that in half so everyone can see it a little bit more clear. Uh, but so then obviously a rapport jumps into the rescue here with some common, you know, sense and jumps in and, and basically says that's not true. Uh, yeah, so they should really at this point take her blue check mark away. Yeah, yeah she's I mean, just BS at this point. It's horrible. Yeah, we trust rap sheets, uh, right. comments, what he's saying over anyone else, I'd say. So, oh, yeah, yeah, him and Sheffy. Uh, so, I mean, but that point, so all right, I looked down and I'm just like, because I, I don't know why I wasn't thinking, like, because I thought you kind of cropped it. So, I thought you left the Mr. Peanut thing in there, like, purposely. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm reading that too. So I take a look. Oh, look at that. Chad getting the subscriptions going. I love that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I love Thanks, that. Chad. Oh, yeah. Chad, hey. Um, hey. So, but I, I look at this Mr. Peanut tweet, or and I'm just, I'm seeing, I'm officially 21, my friends. Before you ask, yes, I was just a baby. What can I say? I've been a, a nutty year. It's been a nutty year. Yeah. So so now <laughs> get this peanut a beer and he's going to make, uh, he's going to make his birthday nuts. So um, I do, I was just, re- well, the funny thing is I, I'm saying, <laughs> Out of all those tweets, his is not the dumbest one in there. So, you know, it's, I mean, that just kind of puts it into perspective. Uh, she's horrible, though. She really yeah. is. Can, can I just ask you an off the cuff question? Yeah, please. That's what, 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 what beer are you buying, Mr. Peanut, for his 21st birthday? Well, I, you know, I think we're going to put this this whole clickbait and fall thing full circle. I get him an Oktoberfest. Ooh. Perfect. A nice, ripe Oktoberfest. There you go. There or maybe you go. a new trail beer. Dude, new trail beers are, they're, they're my favorite beers of all time. Like, I, I've been telling you this for weeks. Do you ever have you tried them yet? Even better than New Glarus? Oh my god, no, it's the best. Like it's it's my favorite brewery, like hands down. Like it, wow. I mean, they're two different completely styled beers. Right, like they, these guys just nail it. Like with the with the um the hazy IPA Ooh. game. Oh, I love that. Oh my god, I'm playing have to give them a try. I want to go up to Williamsport so badly and, and do the whole you know brewery and stuff. We'll do a road trip. We should. We should <laughs> yeah. do it. Um. All right, but I'll tell you, let's let's jump in the show. This would be, this should be great. So. A uh, lot, lot to talk about tonight. It's like I said, we got some Kentucky Derby chatter coming up uh, this weekend, which is kind of peculiar. It's a little bit bizarre saying that, right? We got football mm-hmm. season also right around the corner. It's vexing, yeah. uh, and, and you know, obviously, the Masters are in November, so that's gonna that's yeah. gonna really feel weird. It's like, it's oh, by the way, thanks, it's like, by the way, you cranberry stuffing guy, Zach, and then the guys, <laughs> the guys were talking about the Masters. Um, mm-hmm. All right, but but tonight, 
Uh, right, and we also we'll actually talk about some food, and that's fun. We talked about the little food segment. It's funny. This is not that great of a segment, but we'll, we'll get to it a little bit later. Um, and we got show versus street. So all, and all that, and obviously everyone in the chat want to hear from you guys tonight. Talk, we're talking football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Everything's rolling right now in season in the middle of August, which we never or that was. Geez, I'm losing it in the middle, the beginning of September, dude. I'm losing it. I it, August was a long month. It, did, it still feels like months, August a little bit. It does, so. and the days and months kind of blend together with Corona. It's just yeah. all right, but. I can't believe it was March, but uh, yeah. All right. Neither here nor there. All right. Let's jump into it tonight. So, uh, all right, let's, uh, let's talk Kentucky Derby. Want to do a little pony chatter to get things started, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, right. line them up and get ready for the gates to drop. All right. So, all right. First starters, here's the thing. Uh, my buddy, Nick Coyer, who I love down in Louisville, he's one of my great friends. It's funny. I swear, if there's anyone I know that has like just two identical personalities, it's you and him. And I mean that. It's, it's I mean, it. I seriously, it's like That's identical. Funny. He's, yeah, he's about, like, I would say, three or four years older than us. So it's like they're identical, but, uh, or you guys are identical, I should say. But uh, I'm like almost speaking to the audience. They're identical, guys. But um, all right. But anyway, so he lives down Louisville, like I was saying, and it's awesome. He, he sent me this picture today. This is so cool. This is outdoor, outside his house. And the, the culture down there, it's a big thing for them. It's almost like, I was going to say, like, this is probably a bad analogy, but I was going to say, like, Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Like, that, not, you know, that that ridiculous degree, but like the, 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 the G-rated version of that PG, because there's some booze flowing, but yeah. PG version of, uh, which is a pretty good time, right? Uh, yeah, right. But PG version of, <laughs> of, uh, of, you know, right, like, just like that, like, city having a pride and a tradition of having something at the same time every year, and obviously that's a little bit different uh this year with it being labor day weekend which is like i said a little bit bizarre but but it's exciting right and then today and especially and i might even ask you why this means something and just because you know me i'm not like i'm not a and when i say i'm not horse racing i'm the guy right that tunes in for the preakness the belmont and uh the kentucky derby now for starters we already had the belmont right so this is important that the you know we have a possible triple crown winner yeah, it is important. You know, I can't recall. Unfortunately, I can't recall who won the Belmont when they did race was, it. Actually, you know, Alexa, who won the Belmont Stakes this year? In the 2020 Belmont Stakes on Saturday, June 20th in Elmont, New York, Tristan Wall placed first, Dr. Post placed second, and Max Player placed third. Tis the law. And who was second, did they say? You know, I, I, I missed it because I, I was yelling about the Flyers game. And I just heard that through my head. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, that's that's funny. Yeah, Tis the Law is actually the favorite um, for Kentucky Derby. Obviously, they won the Belmont. All right. So, so, okay. All right. So there we go. So Tis the Law is the one that's got uh, the possibility. That's right. That makes sense. All right. So yeah, um, that was fun. It was, was that Father's Day weekend? It was June 20th. So yeah. Yeah, I it, was, so. it was. It yeah. was. I was fun. I remember, yeah, I was down in Delaware watching my parents. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was, uh, yeah. It's always fun watching those races with your family and stuff too. Oh yeah. It's a good time. I mean, uh, and I'll tell you why it means a lot is cause it's like, these, this is like the most anticipated two minutes in sports history is like from the, from the gate open to the finish line. And it's like for those two minutes, everyone's adrenaline, stress, stress, it's anxiety so is through the roof because you know, if you bet on a horse, it's like, you know, the whole time you're just overanalyzing it and it's like slow motion, but people don't realize it's literally like two minutes long. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Um, oh my God. It's crazy. Yeah. So what's interesting is, so there's 18 horses in the field, right? And out of those 18, the three favorites are all next to each other at 16, 17, and 18. And that was a random drawing. Yeah, so let's pull it up. So we got to, yeah, the Derby postings came out today. So yeah, all right. So what is, I mean, this sounds kind of stupid. I'm just going to put it like in the very most JV way of putting it. 
Um, what does that mean, right, to the to the common, just the, yeah. the average person coming to watch the Kentucky Derby because they know it's a big sport, yeah. uh, you know, sporting event? For sure. So typically, so if you are if you draw one of the outside posts, that typically means, and Kieran, you, is, this relates to cross country and your tra- and your um, your track days. Oh is, yeah, absolutely. Uh, typically, if you're on the outside post, you have more ground you have to cover, right? Because if you're mm-hmm. on the inside, it's typically the shortest route to get to the finish line. But that being said, usually the inside horses will get the jump and they're more like the sprint. That's more of like a, uh, a sprinter's position to be in because the Derby isn't really a sprint. Um, it kind of, you know, if you get out early, it's kind of hard to maintain that lead for the whole, for the whole race. Whereas if you're on the outside, you can kind of hang back and then come on strong at the end when everyone else is, is um, slowing down. So that's what it really is. So basically what's going to happen is they're probably not, they're either going to try to jump early to try to cut in front of everybody, or they're going to hang back and then, you know, do a little slingshot action at the end and pass everyone, which is what typically I would imagine they would, they would do. So it's fun. I'm looking at the chat. So Nick needs to, I, I was, I actually was texting him today. He, he had to work um, late tonight, so he couldn't come on, but I was saying he needs to come on and really tell this story that that's in the chat, but I'll at least give like a, a, a brief synopsis of, because I always I wanted to go to the Kentucky Derby, just didn't work out, right? So, um, my buddy Nick went to a, a party, like because it's like a whole thing, like that's what's really, and you know this, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's I mean I toured it when I was down there. I was down there in like December and touring Churchill. I wish I actually pulled some pictures up. I guess I could do it on Thursday, but um, yeah, we could do that for our like derby picks or something like that. Should we save that for uh, for Thursday? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I'll pull up some. I'll show you a couple of pictures of the tour. <laughs> it was really really cool touring it and like walking around on the you know the grounds and stuff. But anyway, at that point, I mean, it's a full spectacle that entire week where, I mean, like I said, the bars are, you know, open and, and the streets are packed. I mean, I don't know how it's going to be this year with, with that. Kind of, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's basically like a whole cultural shutdown and, and a big celebration and whatnot, like for a week long thing. So mm-hmm. anyway, at that point, it's a lot of celebrities come as you see on TV every year. And Packers like to go. Aaron Rodgers likes to go. Mm-hmm. Likes to bring some of his pals. So there was some gala uh, that my buddy Nick went to and they were there too. And so like, they were kind of like along the line. So he fist bumped Rogers as he was walking in. He like showed him his Packer like socks, like in his like tux. He wore his like Packer, like, uh, like jazzy socks underneath and showed him. So that's <laughs> oh, what he fist pumped. So cool. He's like, Oh, I love it. And so then they fist pumped and I was just like, Oh my God. Like that's the Can greatest thing ever. Oh no. Oh, I know. I was like kicking myself. I was like, Oh my God. Like, like that was like, cause I wanted to get people to come down and go that year because it was the same year I was on the client down there for work. Oh, so I was right. like, I was like in love with it. And I still love that city. It's so great. We really, it's a really, really cool city. I we'll have to it. go there to, for a race before, you know, at some point that's on the yeah. list for sure. We should go next year. Hey, I'm not down that far away. It's, it's not as far as we think, right? No, no, it's really not. Cause it's usually in May. Right. So, yeah. uh, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way. But, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but And then look, yeah. Belmont's fun too. Look at the chat, you know, going with family. I mean, that's what it's all yeah. about. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, if you want to go into like the three favorites a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we pull it up. I'll pull up the postings again. Yeah. So the three favorites are obviously number 17 is tis the law. Manny Franco is the, uh, the jockey there. Who's, who's a great jockey. Uh, I've watched a lot of his races. He's uh, he's pretty aggressive out of the gate. So we'll see how, how he approaches this, um, this race being on the, on one of the outside gates. And then what was interesting to me is number 18 authentic, Bob Baffert's the trainer. And typically for these races, Mike Smith is Bob Baffert's jockey. I feel like he, I feel like Bob Baffert always wins, but wasn't right. he like involved with that whole cheating thing? I think so. But 
Mike Smith is riding Honor AP, the number 16 horse, for a totally different trainer this year. Let me ask you, this is probably a stupid question, but is that like having a, a, a caddy all of a sudden just change it up with his golfer? I would, yeah, that's a, that's, versa, a good, that's, a good, like, that's a good comparison because, I mean, like you said yourself, Bob Baffert and Mike Smith typically are winning almost every year, what seems right, like yeah. every year. So this, to me, it's big, it's different, but John Velasquez is riding for Baffert uh, for authentic this year. And Velasquez is a veteran. He's, you know, he's like a hall of famer. So, uh, you know, it's still a great jockey. It's just something that caught my eye at first. So that'll be interesting to see, but um, yeah. So, all right. So you want to talk about the favorites a little bit? Yeah, those are the three favorites. Uh, Tis the law, authentic, and honor AP. Um, so I was trying to beat you this thing, and you're gonna stay to win. But I, we can't. I know you're. Let's hold a Thursday. Well, I know who I would pick. I know who I would pick, and I haven't really even done much research. See, but. I have, I have, I have my pick too. But all right, let's save it for Thursday. All right, perfect. Let's save it for Thursday. One, one thing to know: the weather looks good Saturday. So yeah. we're not have to worry about sloppy racetrack or anything like that. Uh, so no mutters. No, it's there's no rain no, in after after Thursday, so it's gonna all be gonna be good 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 track. <laughs> yeah, it can happen. Um, all right, Fonso, let's jump into it, right? So we got uh, some football. Let's talk about the mud. Uh, you know, it's funny. Let's actually just jump in. That's I was not planning this, but really, what better way to kind of kick off uh, this segment? You, it looks like your boys had a little fun today at practice. Oh, they did. Yeah, pile. I, oh, I love to see it, man. That was great. That was I, I cool. Saw the, I saw the tweet and it, you know, it's like the Giants finished practice with like a little slip aside style thing with like, you know, fumble drill or scooping it up or whatever. Um, and I was hoping I was bummed because I was like looking everywhere for the footage uh, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, I and, think I retweeted it or something. Oh yeah. Don't worry. I, yeah, it's, it's uh, here. Let's pull it up here. So there it is. Right. <laughs> so he went last. Uh, I, I, do you want to do the play by play for it? Cause I mean, uh, it's diving in there. Actually, I'll dive it in there, you know, or whatever. I won't do it. The play by play. It's horrible, but no, that's good. Um, yeah. All right. But to that point, he did play <laughs> on special teams for Mississippi state, I believe. Yeah. It was a good little scoop up, you know, oh, so yeah. let's watch it again. Look at this one more time for old time's sake. Right. He points at the camera, you know, says, what's yeah, going yeah. On, oh, that's like a kid. A I always do that. Like if someone was video, they did a little, little salute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah. Do a little, little salute to the camera, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the vibe he's bringing to your team, dude. I think that everyone's buying in. Like, right, because it's – I'll be honest. It's not what he did. I'm not like, see, that's really creative. If other teams did that, they'd win. No, I'm not saying that. But you can see the excitement, mm-hmm. and that's what matters. Yeah. And, and I don't th- – and Pat Shermer's not getting that excitement. He's sure not diving in a mud pile to scoop up a football. <laughs> no, no. And the team was chanting his name. So it's not like he just voluntarily said, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like the team was calling him to do it because, you know, they were trying to, you know, lighten it up and have some fun. And because this is – what was really cool about this is he's been running a pretty tight ship of a training camp. You know, pretty uh, pretty regiment and, and structure, structured um, program. So seeing that they can let loose like this is it really shows. You see the emotion; everyone's buying in. Like you said, exactly. That's exactly. You hit the nail right on the head. Buying in, and I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest key. I think that the, like that's what you want to see. Yeah. I don't know, like if there was really anything, especially with your last two coaches, of McAdoo and him. Yeah. I don't I don't know how much there was that. buying in, right? No, no, not at all. There, there really wasn't. How excited are you for this year? You pumped? I'm very excited. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to over. I love, over. No, I love because you're just very, sorry, not to interrupt, but you're a very calm person. That's why I like, I'm like, cause I'd be like, dude, am I excited? I'm ready to flip the table over. Yeah. Like all of a sudden the production is going to go down. Like, cause I'm going <laughs> to knock the laptops over. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to overanalyze a mud pile, you know, thing, but there's a lot you can take away from it that I think is really cool. And it shows, it shows something small like that shows a lot. So, yeah. It's like the rubber Titans a little bit. 
There you go. With a hard Wrong ass side. like Boone, yeah. I'm looking. Come mm-hmm. on. Lars recycling. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to do a little live uh freak out session. Come on, get something on net. Ah. Oh! It's Plenty the same, it's the same story all the time. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I gotta get my act together here. I'm better than this. Oh, they got the puck back down. Come on. Set it. Oh. All right, never mind. I, I, I'm better than this. Let me see. Let me see how the Marlins are doing real quick, too, just to, to turn the double play of misery. Uh, come on, here we go. Load double on, please. Double play of misery. Uh, of course, now of all the times, like we're just like, I don't have the square, the scoreboard pop. Oh, are you that. kidding me That's right now? Worst. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like it's like the side angle. It's like, show me the score. Come on, please show me the score. We're pitching, so that means you probably just did nothing last inning. If I have a guess, but I'll let's double check. Oh, come on! Now we're watching another replay. All right, still one nothing. There we go. All right, sorry. All right, I'm, I'm sure we just lost everybody with me just you know whining and like looking sideways over like I'm playing <laughs> Twister, uh, watching both teams not win. So um, I might as well get the Marlins off and get the Flyers off or on. Uh, but anyway, all right. So let's get back into football. I can collect myself. I'm better than this. All right. So I speaking. All right. So yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna like sit here and just talk about. But speaking of Joe's, uh, Joe Mixon made a little news today too, and and it's funny, right? Because we will get to the Bengals in a deeper dive. So I don't want to like harp too too much on this, but let's just almost kind of brush over some kind of like headlines today, if you will. Uh, Right. So the Bengals uh, giving Joe Mixon a four year, forty eight million dollar you know extension. Uh, which is big, you know, right? Then I have him under contract for this year and then four more years after that, so it's five. Uh, j- just kind of off the cusp, like, do you like that move? Yeah, I do. I think Joe Mixon gets really – gets overlooked, I think. I, I, I had to look up his stats today to see if he was, you know, is he worth that de- type of deal? And then I look, and I'm like, okay, I could see it. You know, he was over 1,000 yards last year. I think he had over two or 300 receiving yards, so. I don't miscompare him. I feel like it would be like you, you, you want Aaron Jones – and it's like, oh well, I want to downgrade from Aaron Jones. I want to like, I don't, I want the the the, the version below that. So I right, take Joe Mixon. Not that like Joe Mixon no, runs like runs people over a little bit more, but Aaron Jones, I feel is more like it's more he's a better running back, elusive, and yeah, yeah, like he's yeah. just better. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, That's a good, so, I think it's a good analogy. Um, all right, but I, like I said, we won't harp on the Bengals because we'll get into them actually in our three teams tonight. So there's a little teaser for everybody. Um, all right, but it's funny. I don't know why you're, you're excited, obviously, about Joe Judge. We're talking coaches tonight. Uh, well, why not, too? Let's, let's talk a little bit about Big Red. He, uh, he signed an extension today, too. Yeah, six years, or, right? That's, yeah, 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 six years. Um, I, I don't – and it's funny because I, like, started to jot this down on my notes, but I, I was like, I'm not going to do this. I was going to do, like, the whole, like, do you think he finishes out the six years, Zach? It's like, well, Kieran, I don't know. It depends on how great Patrick Mahomes and the defense is. Like, yeah, no – except <laughs> – right. We're not, you know, I guarantee you that's going to be on the ESPN or the NFL Network in the next week. Yeah. It's just not, it's just stupid. It's, I mean, right, like, I don't know, maybe. If they're good, yeah. If they're not good, no. There you go. There's the answer. Like, right. I can, and I can't, like, see a crystal ball, so I can't tell you that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, all right, moving on. Uh, speaking of coaches, and let's go, let's go negative for a little bit. Flyers aren't playing well. Um, we're 10 minutes in the first period. Uh, but let's, let's talk a little about this. So, this happens I feel like every year right where it's like there's always I want to say like seven games into the season where there's a coach where everyone's like oh they're they're done they're a dead man walking and and I feel like 
we got some names on the list that could do it. Now, one I thought was completely, you know, the chopping block last year, and they found their way off it. And that's actually my pick for this year, just because I feel like those guys are not cats with nine lives and they can't escape it twice. But um, let's jump into it. So who do you think are – well, let's go one each, I guess. So who's a, a coach that you think – and I, I, I think there's – he even kind of knows the handwriting on the wall because I know you're yeah. going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who do you think is a coach that will be the first one to get fired if, if you had a guess? Yeah, for me, it was a when you when we talk about this, it was like instantly I'm thinking Doug Marone for for the Jaguars. I mean, <laughs> you, you you trade Yannick Ngakwe for, for basically nothing in a sense for his, what his talent is, and then yeah, Bill O'Brien broke into his laptop and made the trade. Right, and then you like and then you let go of you know your thought to be franchise running back who you know are could could be a top you know 10, 12 running back in the league when he's healthy. And it's like, all right, and then you would just you get a bunch of young players, and it's like, okay, what uh you know, I think he's already on the chopping block. I think the organization is already kind of leading him down down that trap where this year is gonna be a tanking season so they can get maybe Trevor Lawrence or someone next year. Um, I just think it, it just doesn't look good for him. I just think it's completely negative. It's an extremely toxic culture there. <laughs> and uh yeah, Doug Maroon's my first candidate that I and I hate to say that because you know, I hope he doesn't, but I wouldn't be surprised with everything that's led up to today. And yeah, uh, yeah. it's, it's what I feel like I was even say, I feel like he knows the handwriting on the wall. Did you hear yeah. his quote they had today? Oh, I, I heard, I heard some, some yelling out there. Um, all right, but I, oh, no, actually I'm getting thrown off. I don't know what they're, maybe they're talking about the Phillies out there. Cause are you guys playing maybe. too? I believe so. Look at this. We're just doing this live. This is fun, though, doing a show. We launched for this. Remember we used to talk about this? We were like, yo, there's going to be meaningful games when we are trying to do the podcast. This is what it's well, all about. Well, dude, the Giants play Monday night at 7.15 on opening week. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> but, all right, let's 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 talk about that live. Let's talk about that right now. It's therapy time. Like, go ahead. <laughs> like, what's on your mind like what are are you thinking there i'm gonna have i'm gonna need to be in my living room like i don't know it might might need to be a uh like emotional you might have to take a pto day there man (laughs) one dude against the steelers maybe but you know be actually really funny if uh i I could just hold the fourth down and get i could get someone on and we'll we'll do the show and then we just have like your box with just you there just but with no audio like on mute and just see me freaking out <laughs> exactly just the entire time be like and we're watching it like oh man he's freaking out over there look at him you know just, just that's it like yeah like a, a live well, you know it'd be funny you can even have your mic there and then just have it muted and then i mean just it's like that's like it's like the ultimate work call again thing it's like to do just give uh, an update every every and then just break. yeah unmute yourself and just Check be like Shh, guys it's not going well, you know. They just like meet yourself again and then just run back into the, you know, the abyss of the TV. That could be um, a little fun, little fun yeah. little uh, thing there. I like figure something out. Yeah, don't yeah. worry. The Packers will have some Monday night games, so well, yeah. I guess those will be at eight we'll be- later. But uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, what I was gonna say was, I feel like Doug Marone, like I said, he knows the handwriting's on the wall. <laughs> he even said, if I don't win enough, I'm gonna get fired. Yeah. Well, well, look how much more gray and older looking he is there in that picture than when he first took the job. I, th- I think it's, I think it's eating at him. You know. It's Wait, just, so do you blame like do you blame where do you blame like because obviously everyone's like oh Jacksonville it's a toxic culture like who's to blame for that like let's blame like leadership is it the coaching is it the GM is it the ownership like like what are you feeling there I think that the GM and the overall ownership has just given him it's basically just been a roller coaster ride because of them and I think Doug Marone's had a very hard time hard time adapting 
you know, every other month, it seems like there's a new argument with one new player and they're letting go of one stud player, you know, picking up a rookie who we don't there's know about. There's always an issue. It seems and it's like, like and like, you know, he's got to be able to adapt. But to that point, it's like, how much is enough? I mean, geez, it's like he can't get a team that's set in place and build something from. It's like it changes too often. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> so it's not his fault. I just think it's above him. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I just think there's, yeah, right. It's just always changing. There's, sorry, yeah. I thought I saw like something. Yeah. I mean, change is a good thing, but it's, when it's change is a good thing, but when it's done in a toxic way, like how theirs has been, and it's kind of been like burning bridges left and right, it's not good. No, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Who's um, on your I, chopping block? Oof. Well, to that point, I was going to say, dude, Dan Quinn to me, because yeah. right, like, and it's very, and I'm not, I, like, I, I kind of feel bad. Like, I'm not like, sorry, like, who do you think is going to fire, guys? But at the same point, he's a very interesting coach to me because last year, I don't think there was anyone more dead in the water besides me, Jay Gruden, obviously, when he got fired. But like, right, like, I, like the, the Falcons were awful. They finished the season six and two, they rallied. Um, so to that, I mean, so to that point, uh, I honestly don't remember what they finished. I think they finished seven and nine. So Something they were like that. All right, so they were one and seven. Mm. Yeah, all right, so they were one and seven. Yeah, that actually sounds right. So they were one and seven to start the year. And I remember it was like, Dan Quinn's going to get fired like tomorrow. Like it's here today, tomorrow, the next day. And they didn't fire him. Um, and to that point, here he is. And there was seven that whole nine. thing right with Julio Jones coming out and saying, oh, I thought you said something about the game. Oh, no, they uh, finished seven and nine. Yeah, I just checked. Yeah, they went seven to nine, right? So then there was a the whole thing with Julio Jones coming out saying that the team, it wasn't it wasn't him. It was the team letting him down and the, and the, and the guys in the locker room uh, not owning up to their responsibilities and all that stuff. And they, and they rallied, right? Like, he back, I mean, they backed it up. So I, I could see the Falcons being good, but I feel like on the other end, this is one of those stories where it's like, it's like a horror film or you get away from the, from Mike Myers, like at the three fourths of the way through the movie, but it's going to get you at the end. Like, and I feel like that's like the ends here. I could be wrong, but we talk about how good that division is. And it's funny. Cause I'm actually going to talk about another team in a couple in a second, but we talk about that division. And I, I, I just feel like maybe there's going to be like, if they look like, let, let me ask you this. If they go eight, well, I don't know if he will be the first to get fired then at this point. Now I'm just talking about if he gets fired, but like if they start the season three and Three and five. Does he get fired? I don't think so. Bye week. I don't know when their bye week is. Yeah, I, Alexa, I don't think. When is the Falcons' bye week this year? This might answer your question. The Falcons have a bye week in week ten. Their next game is against the Seahawks next Sunday, September thirteenth at one p.m. It's a tough game. All right, so week ten. All right, so what? What if they're three and six? Is he fired at the bye week? They're three and six. Yeah, there we go. They're three and six. I, I don't know. I have a feeling that they would ride it out with him for for the rest. I don't of the think season. they would. I think he'd get fired at three and six at the bye yeah, week. I could see I that because three and six is a pretty you know at that point your best possible record is ten and six, which is far fetched in a division like that. So yeah, exactly. They're not going to run the table. <laughs> so all right, but all right, <laughs> we have harp on them too much. No. I, I apologize for that. No, you're good. Uh, but it's funny. Let's let's. Uh, there's another team. Well, actually, we'll start with the, the top up here for a second. Um, and. Excuse me, move out of that division for a second. Oh wow, look at this. We're killing a penalty. Uh, but I always I was looking just I don't know why I was just kind of curious, like as I set the lines up for all these like teams went like over-unders uh for their win totals this year. And I I, I picked three teams uh that had over under seven and a half. And it's funny, I actually didn't tell you about this part, but I'm curious. I like this, I went, so out of these three teams, which one do you think actually finishes the best record? I won't even ask you like who gets the seven and a half and who doesn't. Well, just 
out of these three teams, who do you think is the best of the bunch and why? Okay. All right, so I'll put it on you. All right, so the Broncos, the Bears, and the Texans. Ooh, that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to say the te- <laughs> I'm going to say the Texans. Yeah, yeah, I do. The Broncos, it was the the Bears. I laughed at, but the, I think it's between the Texans and the Broncos, and I I I I think it's the Texans because I think that talent wise, I think they're both fairly equal. Um, but I think the division, like the AFC West, is just way harder than um, AFC South. Yeah, I I think I don't have any faith in the offensive line for the. Um... For the Broncos. So that, that's my thing. Yeah. But I, I feel like if you – I don't know. I, I'm i thinking it. It's tough. It's really tough. I think tough the Texans – I'll say, I don't know. They did some stupid moves in, this offseason. Right. Like, I don't think the Bears are going to be that good. I honestly think all third, three of those teams could go under. The fact that the Bears, <laughs> their over-under set at seven and a half is like extremely – that's frightening because that seems very high. You think so? That seems very – went eight and eight last year. Yeah, but seven and a half seems very high to me. But think about it. They went out and got a quarterback in Nick Foles. They got, you know, right. They, they got Robert Quinn from the, from the Cowboys. You know, they got Allen Robinson still. They had David Montgomery another year in the system. I guess like, I'm just, I'm just guessing just so down. I, like I'm more, no, I, I don't think they're good. So I, I'm with yeah. you. I don't think they're going to have a good seat. I think they're going to finish last in the, in the NFC North, but I just think that it's, it's one of those, oh my God, could you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh no. Can we, all right, yeah, the Flyers do need to scrub. Of course, like when I take like, a giant pause, that happens. Uh, <laughs> you can't script that. Uh, but all right, anyway. Um, but as we go on, uh, let's look at, all right, so let's go bad teams. So I, this inspired me. Once I saw that, I was thinking, all right, well, who are the three worst teams? And l- let's be positive for a second, right? Who would you, would you, uh, I'm like Porky the Pig here. Um, out of these three teams, these are the bottom three. It's funny because we mentioned one of the teams already on the show. Mm-hmm. And one of them is not who we're going to be talking about in a second, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, they're the worst team last year. So that's a little teaser for everybody. Teaser. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, but let's, without further ado, the bottom three teams, the Jaguars are four and a half. The Red or the Washington football team. So there you go. I, I got myself there. We're five. And the Panthers were five and a half, which I thought was interesting. That's an interesting line. They're, yeah. they're basically saying Temple South is not going to work down there, which I, I can see that. I think they're going to go. I think the Panthers are going to go like six and ten. I can see six and ten, seven and nine as the ceiling. Here's the thing. I was thinking about it today. Everybody wants to. It's like the Joe Giglio thing I was just talking about on Monday, like mm-hmm. yesterday, I guess. But like right, how he said everyone's gonna get nine wins. I'm like they're not all gonna get nine wins because they're gonna beat each other. Right, right. So it, it 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 can't happen. That's the thing. But it's tough for us to all sit there and be like, like I don't know who's gonna win the Tampa Bay Carolina game that I'm not watching, like week seven or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like right, you know what I mean? Like I'm not watching that game. I don't know, but that's what's gonna determine who gets that over under and who doesn't. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean that, that I don't know. I. No, you're you're exactly right. Uh, all um, right, but but who do you think? Who do you think takes the cake in that in that in that trio as the worst team of that trio? Oh, I was the, gonna say the best team actually. Who oh, like, makes be- it out of that? So he so it's the Panthers, the Washington Football Team, and who was the first in Carolina? No, no, the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm an idiot. Jacksonville. Oh, I think the person, the team that makes it out of there will probably be. Oh man, I think it's Washington. Sorry, I'm I'm, scared. I, I'm I was just. I, no, I mean, I'm, I know you want to say it, but I don't want to say, say it, but it I don't because... want to say it. I, I do. I, no, I'm going to say Carolina. I'm going to say Carolina. All right. Uh, all right. I think Washington goes maybe five and five and 11. 
I mean, dude, yeah. I'm an idiot that said yesterday that the Saints were going to finish in last. So, you know, yeah, I don't know. I was feeling know. myself yesterday. Hey, and of course, the Bucs don't score on a power play. Um, but all right, I'll tell you, let's actually, let's, well, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of return the favor for you here in a second or re- return the favor to you here in a second. Cause I, I look at it this way. I think the lions are just as a sleeping giant as the Redskins. So let's kick off our little like trio of teams that we yeah. talk about with the lions. Um, right. They went three or three, 12 and one last year. I think they're, I, I think they're a lot better than people think. I really truly do. It's really funny you say that because I was not a believer of it until I was doing some prep for the show and it was looking at their depth chart and and all that good stuff. And I'm like, wow, they do have a lot of talent. Um, And then this, this adds to what we were talking about, you know, coaches who could possibly get fired. (laughs) That also adds that with this talent, if they're not, you know, 500 or have a winning, winning uh, record by mid season, I could see Matt Patricia being out the door because he hasn't done anything with, with the talent. So they are, da- I, I look at the talent they have, man, and it, it is dangerous. I mean, obviously Stafford, you know, he's, he's a gunslinger and everyone's high on him this year. You know, people are saying potential MVP candidate, which pump the brakes on that, but he is a good quarterback. Um, DeAndre Swift and carry on Johnson are probably going to be a pretty strong two headed monster out of the backfield. Obviously Kenny Galladay, um, you know, Marvin Jones Jr. Is a pretty um, consistent He'll put up 40 or 50 yards in a touchdown almost every game for you. So, and Danny, Danny Amendola is their third. Who's He's been around forever, but he just seems to be a, a factor still. They're scary, man, and they're hungry. That's what kind PJ of scary. You know what I mean? They're like, kind of like a – yeah, oh, God, I know. I wanted the Packers again. When they took him, I was like, oh, no. I mean, I won't lie. If they got Chase Young, I'd be petrified of that team right now. But mm. – um, Yeah, I'm curious to see how, how uh, Okuda pans out for them. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean – the way I look at it is Darius Slay is a hell of a player. So, you know, there's that to think about. But, yeah, yeah, dude, I think – I'm not even joking. I think they can win the NFC North. I think they're that good. Yeah, I mean, on on, the, on defense, they have, uh, you know, Desmond Trufant, Jamie Collins, both the Romeo and Julian Aquaros. It's a strong defense what, still. What made me feel a little bit better as a Packers fan, right, was the, to, to me, the, I, I'm nervous about the Flyers. And the Marlins are tied it up. The Marlins tied it up. Let's see that. I got to see how they tie it up real quick, right? There you go. You got to do that. Vibe, you got to do that. Vibe's going there. Well, oh, dude, we got Sterling Marte, which we'll get to a little bit. It's funny because this – I was thinking about saying – this will make a little more sense when we get to show versus street. But, like, I was thinking about how, like, my answer to, to this whole thing was going to be dependent on on just me what was going on here. Uh, Bernie going deep. Oh, you got to love that. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. There you um, go. But, yeah. All right. So, anyway. Get back to it. So, yeah, like I said, like the Lions, they scare the hell out of me. Um, and I think they could win the division. But I'll, do you want to stick uh, – we're going to move over to the other Jungle Cats? Yeah, let's uh, – not too right. far from them. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you just move a little bit south, uh, you know, the state so, – so, yeah, you're right. Actually, very good geography. I didn't even really think about that. Full nice. circle. Yeah, they're bordering <laughs> neighbors. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very good. So, to that point, uh, the old Bengals – uh, it's funny. You want to talk about them a few weeks ago or like a week or two. Or was it last week? Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm it was last week. Yeah. It was last week. All right. So to that point, what uh, – and you know my thoughts on Joe Burrow. I'm not going to go down that hole and be like, Ugh, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and we just talked about how they signed Joe Mixon. What are your thoughts on this team? And I, I'm almost going to add this little caveat. It's fine. I mean, we didn't plan to staple this all together. But think about this. But they're not on that list of bottom three teams to finish in the worst part of football. So, like, and I'm great. They were probably like six. I think there was a ton of teams that had six wins. They're probably so the Giants worse than them. <laughs> I, I think a lot of them were in the six-win category. But still, yeah. at that point, 
What what do you think about the Cincinnati Bengals this year? A team that no one really talks about. Yeah, um, you know, I it's funny in my clickbait. Joe Burrow was one of the quarterbacks that they said is one of their favorite picks this year. But uh, you know, you look at their offense, and Joe Burrow, you know, supposed is supposed to be the guy. Okay, which we've heard that before in Cincinnati. But let's say he's the guy. Okay, Joe Mixon. Obviously, they just they just kept. You know, they obviously re-signed him like we talked about. A.J. Green, if he can stay healthy, that's a strong veteran option for a young guy like Joe Burrow. Uh, Tyler Boyd, they got T. Higgins out of Clemson as a speedy wide receiver. Yeah, they, they have got, a, Dude, they got weapons. They have a lot of weapons. Now, my only thing is on defense, the only two notable players they really have is like who, Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins. I mean, it's, uh, it's slim pickings for me on their, their defensive side of the ball, and – I don't think this is the year, but I think they have the makings to be a good team, not this season, but next season. And I don't know about Zach Taylor either, but I think they're going to have to keep him past this year because it's like an experiment with the rookie quarterback and all that stuff. So, so what I find interesting about the Bengals is you're right. If, and I think that that line, if you will suggest, you're right. It's like a lily pad year for them, mm-hmm. right? Not yeah. this year, but they'll spring off of it. Yeah. And, and I think to myself, it's all, I think it's all dependent on Joe Burrow, but I, you know me, I'm not high on it. But I, truly, I'm not even just saying it's like a smart ass or like trying to have a hot take. Dude, we talked about this. If you look at the record of guys that are, what was it? Was it 22, 23, 22 when he got drafted, right? 22? Yeah, he's 23 now, though. Yeah, exactly. So if you look at the like the category of quarterbacks that were like very late out of school, like there's not a whole lot of them that are good. Yeah. The only thing I will say is coming out of the LSU system, which I know everyone's saying this, is it was a pretty complex system. The system that produced system. a bunch of NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zach Mettenberger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I, but my point is I'm saying, like, dude, all the guys that also came out this year, like their team was good as hell. Like, Yeah. No, you're right. You, that, that's a great point. So we'll be, we'll, it'll be interesting to see. I still think that they're the bottom – they're the bottom team in that division. But – like I was saying, I think after this year, I think they get a couple more pieces, whether it's during this season or next off season in the draft, et cetera. I think next season you'll see them come up to a 500 record, but it's not this season. Yeah. I, I wish I actually looked at their over under because I feel like that'd be but, my way of commenting on them. But it, yeah, I'll look it up. But it uh, comes let me down ask you this. Do, do they, do they finish in last in the North this year for the AFC? Yeah, definitely. I think so. No doubt about it. I, I say no. I don't, okay. I, I think somehow they just don't. Who, which, who do you think finishes? I last don't time? know. I think just I think this. I'm not like trying to be like okay, Karen, that's a great take. No, no. My my thought is between the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns, someone's just gonna have a year where it's just like, did you see that coming? Like yikes! Mm-hmm. And and they're just not as bad. Like, they lost to the mm-hmm. Bengals. Can you believe? Like I think it's gonna be. I I I'm just. And I have no idea who it's going to be. I just feel like that's the rhythm of the North, though. Both sides. It's just rocky and roadie, right? Yeah, it's possible. Um, five and a half is their over-under. Oh, really? What was I looking at then? I didn't have that in there. No, so right there the Panthers. There's probably I saw six. It might have dropped. We may move tonight. It might we're, have making, moved. we're making moves on the line. You know, lines are moving. If it's me, talking. I'm taking that under, though, because I think they're going to land right at and like five or four. What, by the way, what do you think of uh, Trust saying that the Giants are going to get seven? I think they're going to get seven. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to have – I mean, you know, of course, I'm being optimistic because I'm a fan, but I think we're gonna have a winning season. I think you're gonna go nine and seven or eight and eight. I can see not. I think. I think you know, of course, every year when the schedule comes out, I'm like, oh, we're gonna finish twelve and four or eleven and five. But I could see, I could see anywhere from eight and eight to ten and six. Yeah, 
I mean, you never know, right? Yeah. Um, all right, but speaking of optimism, a team that you've been pretty optimistic on too, right, is the Dolphins. Uh, that's mm-hmm. our third team, I guess, looking at the segment, right? Uh, so what What do you think? Yeah, yeah. you're high I, I think this is the year for the Dolphins, man. I think the Dolphins are making the playoffs this year. Um, really? I, really I, I really do. I think, obviously, you know, here's the deal. Look at the landscape of their division. The Bills are the only constant team or a team that slightly got better. The Jets are the Jets, so they're not even, like, in this equation, in my opinion. And then you have the Patriots, who, yes, they got Cam Newton, okay, but they also lost, like, 10 defensive players who opted out this year that that were part of, like, the best defense in the league last season. So they're weak. Um, Dolphins, they finished strong last year, which you can say the same about the Jets, I understand, but I just think the Dolphins have more talent and a better culture than the Jets do, and they, they're bought into Brian Flores where the Jets – you see them with Adam Gase. And just, so. Here's why I'm with you. And this is not maybe like a really strong point. I'm just going to take a sip of water here. I wish this was vodka, by the way, because the Flyers are trying to kill off another penalty here before the before the intermission. Um, but the interesting thing about the Dolphins, much like the Dan Quinn, right, when they were 1-7 and seven and everyone's like, oh, he's going to get fired. Everyone else was like, yeah, the Dolphins could lose to a high school team. They're that bad. Oh, right. And then they actually – they really turned a corner. And they – and I'm not saying – because honestly, I think the Jaguars are going to swing and miss and try to do it like with that, that scrubbing the culture thing. The Dolphins, at least, they tried, right? And I'm not saying like uh, like Mika Fitzpatrick, for example, is a bad guy or, or, mm-hmm. or cancer problem. No, not at all. He, he didn't want to be there, and he's got a great home in Pittsburgh now. And they're just – and I think they're basically saying like it's, it's whoever wants to be here, we're going to do this thing, and that's fine, right? So, yeah, I agree. I think uh, – yeah, I'm loving what uh, Captain uh, Omarica. Yeah, I like that in the it's in the chat saying. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I agree. I think that I I think that they uh, I think they'll be better. But uh, yeah, it is Pats and Bills, and, and I agree. I think they'll be behind them though. Like kind of like that team where it's like they're they're right there. It was like baseball. They finished like four and a half games out of the wild card chase. But it was like that was fun rooting for them. Like three and a half weeks before the season kind of started to dip for them, kind of a thing. Yeah, for sure. I think. It, put it this way, I think it'll be the Pats division until it's officially not, which I think will be this year, if that makes any sense. So you think it's going to be the Bills? Yeah, I think it's going to be the Bills, for sure. Yeah, I, and I think 7-9 is, is their I'm with the chat. Yeah, I think 7-9 is, 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 is perfect yeah. um, for the – I really think so. I think the Jets, obviously. I think the Jets finish in last. Here's what I think happens. I think the Jets finish in last. They fire, fire Adam Gase, who – I'm surprised Gase, we didn't say Adam Gase for that. Oh, oh I know. I didn't even think about him. But I don't – no, no, I don't think – I think it's the Jets' way. They'll blow it up after. They'll get rid of Le'Veon, and they'll keep Sam Darnold. Be like, we have to – we got our off – like, we'll say we got our offensive line, da, 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 right? They'll do that whole thing, I, I think. I mean, I don't know. Um, all right, at least it's zero-zero. Well, hey, shout out mission. to uh, Dark Sage in the chat. It says Marlins oh, yeah. are doing decent. Yeah, yeah. There you hey, go. Hey, you know what? We're trying. You know, it's, it's funny. Should we kick off show versus street with that? Yeah, let's do it. That's Dark, Dark Sage, that was actually – that was perfect. That was a perfect way to roll into it. So, uh, all right, let's without further ado, should I go first time? Yeah, so I'm going to ask you the question. So, yeah. you know, realistically speaking, Karen, there's no way the Marlins have the firepower here to make a playoff run, right, with with their over halfway or 30 games left, left 30 yeah. games left? Even though they currently sit in a position to make the playoffs against – they've been playing the Cubs right now if the playoffs started today. Wow, is that right? Yeah. Yep. No. They'd, be, they'd be the eight seed playing the Cubs. Okay. But, yeah, I'll pull up that tweet. I'll pull it up again. I'm also a little paranoid because uh, they got the Blue Jays have second and third with one out. Yeah, double play. Double play. We can't get that because it's second and third. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. All right. But anyway, get back to the segment, right? 
So and you look, and I love Craig Mish. He's a great reporter for the Marlins, right? But he, he's saying basically, hey, look, they got Sterling Marte at the trade deadline. Later, so we'll move into it, right? So they got Sterling Marte at the trade deadline. Um, they moved Caleb Smith, which I, which was a good lefty that I, I liked. And honestly, that was what they got the Stanton trade. That was like supposed to be one of their bigger pieces and that didn't mm-hmm. really pan out. But hey, you'll take, honestly, you'll take what they have right now. Okay. Well, that's a walk. Base is loaded. They're chucked with one out. Now, now you're just calling it double play ball, right? Um, all right. So, but yeah, I think they believe they can make a run. Their bullpen is a question mark. They're a fun story. And, and anyone just join us. I actually am a legit Marlins fan. I know it's crazy. Um, but I, you know, I, and, and yeah, and Darcy, I mean, look, I'm surprised too, right? I mean, look, I'm all giddy cause they're, they're doing well, but that point, that's, that's why I, I can't believe they're actually doing well. Uh, I'm ready for a base hit to, by the way, bleed this game open three, one. Uh, is that it at the track? <laughs> ah, he's not a really fast runner. Damn. All right. Sorry. Uh, well, there you go. What inning is it? It's the fourth inning. I gotta yeah, you have plenty of time. Plenty Relax, of time. dude. I got to I'm, I'm used to that. Dude, the Rays are good. Can we talk about that for a quick second? The, the Tampa Bay Rays are really, really, really good. Yeah, the Yankees kind of settled, and the Rays just kind of went right up. Yeah, and Captain Mark, he's, he's just awesome points tonight. I'm loving this. Um, I mean, it's that point. Yeah, the, 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 the NL East is wide open, right? Yeah, we were just – and so it's funny. So, Darcy, we were actually just talking about the Dolphins. We were saying, so, so seven and nine is what we're thinking. And, and I think I they're going to make the playoffs, but I think really, actually, not. let me, let me ask you this. Sorry. Yeah. I was, I mean, I kind of, you actually just answered the question, but let me, let me do my 30 second elevator pitch. Cause yeah, like, yeah. I'm not interested in the product. I'm like, well, what, here, well, allow me to tell you where you're going to the ground floor me too. Or right, let's talk for 30 seconds. Um, expand a playoff picture. That's why I think they get in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, I, so you do think they'll get in. No, I, yeah. I, I think the dolphins are going to get in. I think seven and oh, nine my. is like their floor. I think seven and nine is like the worst they could finish. Okay. All right. So now let me ask you this. I got a wild question. I can't believe we're getting Miami sports town tonight. Who's got a better chance of making the playoffs, the Marlins or the Dolphins? Wow. You're going to hate me for this answer. I'm saying the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins is a better chance. I I think you're smart. (laughs) I mean, mean, why why are you saying that? Because the Marlins are are in prime position, but it's, but you know, I don't know. I'm just really high on the Dolphins. There's no offense to the Marlins. You're Marlins. None taken. None taken. There's none taken when you have made the playoffs I love in 17 years. Let's make. Let's 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 get the Marlins a pack of cigarettes, right? And then and then what else can you turn? What else can you do when you're 18? Vote. They can vote. Yeah, well, they can vote. I guess this year. What else can they do? Uh, what's there's another like thing you can do that's like somewhat rambunctious. I think. Into uh, our movies. Is that is that it? I guess so. Oh, curfew. No curfew. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. So yeah, and I, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know what? What's the? It's funny, isn't it? That the law in Pennsylvania, like you just, it's what eighteen is. You can buy like tobacco products, yeah. but you can have them at any time. You can smoke them whenever, but you can't buy them until you're eighteen. That's, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, you might as well have a limit on it. I mean, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right, just yeah. <laughs> This is me getting whiny about the Marlins giving up runs. Uh, all right. But anyway, uh, to get back to it. So, um, oh, yeah. And we were talking. So, yeah, Darcy, did you, did you like the Indy 500, right? That was pretty good. Did you ever – did you see any of this highlights, Zach? I did, and I saw some of the tweets that it was a close – you know, it was a good race. Well, good little – good little scrapper, eh? Almost yeah. like in the MMA stuff. Yeah, it was a nail biter. Um, let me right. – right, let me ask you this for your, for your show versus street, though, right? So, <laughs> 
I feel bad. I said the Dolphins over your Marlins. I they'll take any offense. I'm just uh, what do you think? I'm Dolphins. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm hoping the bats come out this inning. But to that point, let, let's go back to football here for a second as we kind of unwind the show. But uh, you talked about Earl Thomas a little bit yesterday. You said you weren't interested in the Giants signing him. So, so what's your whole thought if I said that he is a must-sign free agent? I would say he's a desirable free agent for some teams, but he's not a must-sign um, free agent. So for my, my, show opinion? my show opinion would be that he's a desirable free agent option for a lot of, for a lot of teams out there and that he, he brings, you know, a pro bowl type talent, very athletic, hard hitting guy, you know, a lot of um, athleticism to the defensive side of the ball, you know, for a team that, you know, could be lacking in the safety area. Right. Okay. Now to my street and my more realistic take is how old is Earl Thomas here? Do you know? You know? Yeah, I do know. You think she knows? Probably, but I want to ask you. So, if you have an I idea, I don't know, but I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe she no, can I'm... represent me. Alexa, how old is Earl Thomas? Earl Thomas III is thirty-one years old. They get right. thirty-one. So she's my spokesperson. So there you go. So, so he's thirty-one. Okay. So he's had ten full seasons in the NFL. How many sacks? I mean, he's a safety, so safeties do get sacks, as we've seen and we know. How many sacks do you think Earl Thomas has had in his 10-year career? You make that catch? Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, cool. We got Willie Mays out there in center field. Sorry. Um, You're good. Oh, sorry. I. How many sacks do you think Earl Thomas has had in a 10-year career? Seven. He's only had two sacks in his whole career, and they were all last yeah, but, season. I mean – that's so, not... no, so there's that. All right. But okay. And to, and to be fair, I'll even add to that. Since I feel like for what you're going with, yeah. he was on a great, what better defensive scheme and what like better stats you can put up when you're in Baltimore. Right. Exactly. So long story short, he, his numbers really are not that, you know, that, um, that sexy needless to say, um, he had, he averages what about three interceptions a year, which is, that's good. That's nice. We like to see that, but, uh, but besides that, he's he's very vanilla. He has five tackles a game, roughly. He's not anything special. And then plus, he added his attitude to the locker room. He just punched a teammate, like I said yesterday. So, know, do you really want that for a guy who's going to put like up a loose cannon? He's going to put up mediocre numbers. I mean, you know, you look at not to toot the Giants' horn, but you look at Logan Ryan's numbers compared to his. And Logan Ryan plays both cornerback and safety, and he, his numbers are better statistically than Earl Thomas. And no one, it's under the radar. But yeah. So, no, he's not a must-have free agent. Well, so you know what is a must-have? A follow and a subscription, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah, I always got to do it, right, to, to wrap up the show. We want to always uh, toot, the old torn, or the, toot the old horn for the show, right? So if you want to follow us, uh, we had some great action, especially Captain America. I love those are some great points. Uh, we loved having you in the chat. But uh, if you guys are new to the show or whatever, follow us to the left with a heart. If you uh, have Amazon Prime, it's free to subscribe to us. But uh, I heard I saw Twitch is doing a little special too in September. I think it's like 30% off. Um, mm. But yeah, you can subscribe to us as well. But if you, uh, you want to check out our audio episodes, if you miss us um, on uh, Twitch, you can always check us out on Spotify and iTunes. All the audio episodes are on there. And on social media, make sure you check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. Check us out Twitch, twitch.tv slash get that underscore sidetracked. And then well, eh, that was a little, little, little blooper there, a little bobble to short. Well, let me flip it over to first and get the, the final out of the inning. Uh, visit the website at www.get-sidetracked.com. All right, well, I had to scoop it out of, out of there. With that too, all right, but this is fun. All right, so 
uh, you know, all right, Marlon's got a couple base runners here. You know, I'm nervous about the Flyers, man, right now. I, I'm like just trying to deflect all the Marlins, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm nervous. Oh, I know. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to come on the show depressed on Thursday. Yeah, no, we don't want that. I don't I think know, you right? will. Well, I, have a, I have a good feeling. You think so? We got some Kentucky Derby picks right coming on Thursday. We'll have a lot of fun. And then Frank Shannon, the great Frank Shannon's coming on the show. That's right. Yeah. How exciting is that? Oh my yeah. god, that's gonna be so much fun. I haven't seen Frank since. CFS. Oh, so, we'll talk yeah. some fantasy football with him and, and obviously a lot of NFL chatter, some hoops as well. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. So that would be a great show. Frank is, is a great – oh, my God, he's, a, he's the man. That's He's obviously a great great sports mind as well. So we're going to have a lot of fun uh, with that as well. So I want to thank everyone for watching, and we'll see everyone in the living room on Thursday at 7 o'clock. You got anything else you want to give for the people? As I said, the Celtics are, are up by five right now with two minutes left. They're, they're about to take a 2-0 lead against the Raptors. So – I could see it. Could see it happening. Maybe the Celtics ride this into the next next round. We shall see. But we'll have a lot more fun uh, on Thursday at 7. So we'll see everyone at the living room then. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.